0: Chapter 3, Part 2 Jerusalem, The Emanation of the Giant Albion. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nick Duncan. Jerusalem, The Emanation of the Giant Albion by William Blake. Chapter Three, Part Two Howling the victims on the Druid altars, yield their souls to stern warriors. The lovely sport of the daughters round their victims, drinking their lives in sweet intoxication. Hence arose from Bath soft deluding odours in spiral volutions, intricately winding over Albion's mountains. A feminine, indefinite, cruel delusion, Astonished, terrified in pain and torment. Suddenly they behold their own parent, The emanation of their murdered enemy, Become their emanation, And their temple and tabernacle. They know not, this Vala was their beloved mother, Vala, Albion's wife. Terrified at the sight of the victim, At his distorted sinews, the tremblings of Vala vibrate through the limbs of Albion's sons, While they rejoice over Luvah in mockery and bitter scorn. Sudden they become like what they behold, In howlings and deadly pain, Spasms smite their features, sinews and limbs, Pale they look on one another, They turn, contorted, Their iron necks bend unwilling towards Luvah. Their lips tremble, their muscular fibres Are tramped and smitten, they become Like what they behold, yet immense In strength and power, in awful pomp and gold, In all the precious unhewn stones of Eden, They build a stupendous building On the plain of Salisbury, with chains of rocks And round London stone, of reasonings Of unhewn demonstrations. Of labyrinthine arches, mighty Urizen the architect, Through which the heavens might revolve And eternity be bound in their chain. Labour unparalleled, a wondrous rocky world Of cruel destiny, Rocks piled on rocks reaching to the stars, Stretching from pole to pole, The building is a natural religion, And its altars natural morality. A building of eternal death, whose proportions are eternal despair. Here Vala stood, turning the iron spindle of destruction, From heaven to earth, howling, but not invisible, Her two covering cherubs afterwards named Voltaire and Rousseau, Two frowning rocks on each side of the cove and stone of torture, Frozen sons of the feminine tabernacle of Bacon, Newton, and Locke, for is france the victim of the spectres of albion los beheld in terror he poured his loud storms on the furnaces the daughters of albion clothed in garments of needlework strip them off from their shoulders and bosoms and lay aside their garments they sit naked upon the stone of trial the knife of flint passes over the howling victim his blood gushes and stains the fair side Of the fair daughters of Albion. They put aside his curls, They divide his seven locks upon his forehead, They bind his forehead with thorns of iron, They put into his hand a reed, They mock, saying, Behold the king of Canaan, Whose are seven hundred chariots of iron, They take off his vesture whole With their knives of flint, but they cut asunder his inner garments Searching with their cruel fingers for his heart, And there they enter in pomp, in many tears, And there they erect a temple and an altar. They pour cold water on his brain in front To cause lids to grow over his eyes in veils of tears, And caverns to freeze over his nostrils, While they feed his tongue from cups and dishes of painted clay. Growing with beauty and cruelty, They obscure the sun and moon, No eye can look upon them. Ah, alas! at the sight of the victim, And the sight of those who are smitten, All who see become what they behold, Their eyes are covered with veils of tears, And their nostrils and tongues shrunk up, Their ear bent outwards as their victim, So are they in the pangs of unconquerable fear, Amidst delights of revenge earth-shaking. And as their eye and ear shrunk, The heavens shrunk away. The divine vision became a first a burning flame, Then a column of fire, Then an awful fiery wheel surrounding earth and heaven, And then a globe of blood wandering distant In an unknown night. Afar into the unknown night the mountains fled away, six months of mortality a summer and six months of mortality a winter the human form began to be altered by the daughters of albion and the perceptions to be dissipated into the indefinite becoming a mighty polypus named albion's tree they tie the veins and nerves into two knots and the seed into a double knot they look forth the sun is shrunk, the heavens are shrunk away into the far remote, And the trees and mountains withered into indefinite cloudy shadows in darkness and separation. By invisible hatreds adjoined they seem remote and separate from each other, And yet a mighty polypus of the deep. As the mistletoe grows on the oak, so Albion's tree on eternity. Lo, he who will not commingle in love must be adjoined by hate. They look forth from Stonehenge, from the cove around London's stone, They look on one another. The mountain calls out to the mountain, Plinlimmon shrunk away, Snowdon trembled. The mountains of Wales and Scotland beheld the descending war, The routed flying, red run the streams of Albion, Thames is drunk with blood. As Gwendolen cast the shuttle of war, As Cambrel returned the beam, The Humber and the Severn are drunk with blood of the slain. London feels his brain cut round, Edinburgh's heart is circumscribed, York and Lincoln hide among the flocks Because of the grinding knife Worcester and Hereford, Oxford and Cambridge, Reel and stagger, over-wearied and howling. Wales and Scotland alone sustain the fight, The inhabitants are sick to death. They labour to divide into days and nights, The uncertain periods into weeks and months. In vain they send the dove and raven, And in vain the serpent over the mountains, And in vain the eagle and the lion, over the fourfold wilderness, they return not, But generate in rocky places desolate, they return not, But build a habitation separate from man. The sun forgets his course, like a drunken man he hesitates, Upon the Cheseldon hills, thinking to sleep on the severn. In vain he is hurried afar into an unknown night, He bleeds in torrents of blood, as he rolls through heaven above, he chokes up the paths of the sky. The moon is a leprous as snow, trembling and descending down, Seeking to rest on high Mona, scattering her leprous snows In flakes of disease over Albion. The stars flee remote, the heaven is iron, the earth is sulphur, And all the mountains and hills shrink up like a withering gourd as the senses of men shrink together under the knife of flint, in the hands of Albion's daughters among the Druid temples, by those who drink their blood and the blood of their covenant. And the twelve daughters of Albion united in Rahab and Tirzah, a double female, and they drew out from the rocky stones fibres of life to weave, for every female is a golden loom, the rocks are opaque hardnesses, covering all vegetated things, and as they wove and cut from the looms in various divisions stretching over Europe and Asia from Ireland to Japan, they divided into many lovely daughters to be counterparts to those they wove, and when they wove a male they divided into a female to the woven male. In opaque hardness they cut fibres from the rocks. Groaning in pain they weave, Calling on the rocks atomic origins Or existence, denying eternity By the atheistical epicurean philosophy Of Albion's tree. Such are the feminine and masculine When separated from man. They call the rocks parents of men, and Adore the frowning chaos, Dancing around in howling pain Clothed in the bloody veil, Hiding Albion's sons within the veil, closing Jerusalem's sons without, to feed with their souls the spectres of Albion, ashamed to give love openly to the piteous and merciful man, counting him an imbecile mockery. But the warrior they adore, and his revenge cherish with the blood of the innocent. They drink up Dan and Gad to feed with milk Scofield and Cotope. They strip off Joseph's coat and dip it in the blood of battle. Tirzah sits weeping to hear the shrieks of the dying, Her knife of flint in her hand. She passes it over the howling victim. The daughters weave their work in loud cries over the rock of Horeb. Still eyeing Albion's cliffs eagerly, Seizing and twisting the threads of Vala and Jerusalem, Running from mountain to mountain over the whole earth, Loud the warriors rage in Beth Peor. Beneath the iron whips of their captains, And consecrated banners, Loud the sun and moon rage in the conflict, Loud the stars shout in the night of battle, And their spears grow in their hands with blood, Weaving the deaths of the mighty Into a tabernacle for Rahab and Tirzah, Till the great polypus of generation covered the earth. In Verulam the polypus's head, winding around his bulk, Through Rochester and Chichester and Exeter and Salisbury to Bristol, And his heart beat strong on Salisbury Plain, Shooting out fibres round the earth, Through Gaul and Italy and Greece and along the sea of Rephaim into Judea, To Sodom and Gomorrah, and thence India, China and Japan. The twelve daughters in Rahab and Tirzah hath circumscribed the brain beneath, and pierced it through the midst with a golden pin. Blood hath stained her fair side beneath her bosom. O thou poor human form, said she, O thou poor child of woe, why wilt thou wander away from Tirzah? Why me compel to bind thee? If thou dost go away from me, I shall consume upon these rocks these fibres of thine eyes that used to beam in distant heavens away from me i have bound down with hot iron these nostrils that expanded with delight in morning skies i have bent downward with lead melted in my roaring furnaces of affliction of love of sweet despair of torment unendurable my soul is seven furnaces, Incessant roars the bellows Upon my terribly flaming heart. The molten metal runs in channels Through my fiery limbs. O love, O pity, O fear, O pain, O the pangs, The bitter pangs of love forsaken. Ephraim was a wilderness of joy Where all my beasts ran. The river Kana wandered by my sweet Manasseh's side, To see the boy spring Into heavens sounding from thy sight. Go Noah, fetch the girdle and strong brass, Heat it red-hot, Press it round the loins Of this ever-expanding cruelty. Shriek not so, my only love, I refuse thy joys, I drink thy shrieks, Because hand and hile are cruel And obdurate to me. O Schofield, why art thou cruel? Lo, Joseph is thine to make you one, To weave you both in the same mantle of skin. Bind him down, sisters, bind him down On evil mount of cursing. Malah, come forth from Lebanon, And Hogalah from Mount Sinai. Come circumscribe this tongue of sweets, And with a screw of iron fasten this ear into the rock. Milcah the task is thine, Weep not so sisters, weep not so, Our life depends on this, All mercy and truth are fled away From Sehem and Mount Gilead, Unless my beloved is bound Upon the stems of vegetation. And Thus the warriors cry In the hot day of victory, in songs, Look, the beautiful daughter Of Albion sits naked upon the stone, her panting victim beside her her heart is drunk with blood though her brain is not drunk with wine she goes forth from Albion in pride of beauty in cruelty of holiness in the brightness of her tabernacle and her ark and secret place the beautiful daughter of Albion delights the eyes of kings their hearts and the hearts of the warriors glow hot before Thor and Frigga O Molech O Kemsosh, O Bacchus, O Venus, O double god of generation, the heavens are cut like a mantle around from the cliffs of Albion, across Europe, across Africa in howlings of deadly war. A sheet and veil and curtain of blood is let down from heaven across the hills of Ephraim and down Mount Olivet to the valley of Jebusite. Molech Rejoices in heaven, he sees the twelve daughters naked upon the twelve stones, themselves condensing to rocks and into the ribs of a man. Lo they shoot forth in tender nerves across Europe and Asia. Lo they rest upon the tribes where their panting victims lie. Molech rushes into the kings in love to their beautiful daughters. But they frown and delight in cruelty, refusing all other joy. Bring your offerings, your first begotten, pampered with milk and blood. Your first-born of seven years old, be they males or females. To the beautiful daughters of Albion, they sport before the kings, clothed in the skin of the victim. Blood, human blood, is the life and the delightful food of the warrior. The well-fed warrior's flesh of him who is slain in war fills the valleys of Ephraim with breeding women, walking in pride and bringing forth under green trees with pleasure, without pain, for their food is blood of the captive. Molech rejoices through the land from Havilah to Shur. He rejoices in moral law and its severe penalties. Loud Shaddai and Jehovah thunder above. And they see the twelve panting victims of the twelve stones of power, and the beautiful daughters of Albion, if you dare rend their veil with your spear, you are healed with love. From the hills of Camberwell and Wimbledon, from the valleys of Walton and Esher, from Stonehenge and from Malden's Cove, Jerusalem's pillars fall in rendings of fierce war over france and germany upon the rhine and danube reuben and benjamin flee they hide in the valley of Rephaim. why trembles the warrior's limbs when he beholds thy beauty spotted with victim's blood by the fires of thy secret tabernacle and thy ark and holy place at thy frowns are thy dire revenge smitten as Uzzah of old his armor is softened his spear and sword faint in his hand from Albion across great Tartary, O beautiful daughter of Albion, cruelty is thy delight, O virgin of terrible eyes, who dwellst in the valley of springs beneath the mountains of Lebanon, in the city of Rehob in Hamath, taught to touch the harp, to dance the circle of warriors before the kings of Canaan, to cut the flesh of the victim to roast the flesh in fire, to examine the infant's limbs in cruelties of holiness, to refuse the joys of love, to bring the spies from Egypt, to raise jealousy in the bosoms of the twelve kings of Canaan, then to let the spies depart to Meribah Kadesh, to the place of the Amalekite, I am drunk with unsatiated love, I must rush again to war, for the Virgin has frowned and refused. Sometimes I curse and sometimes I bless thy fascinating beauty. Once man was occupied in intellectual pleasures and energies, but now my soul is harrowed with grief and fear and love and desire, and now I hate and now I love, and intellect is no more. There is no time for anything but the torments of love and desire, the feminine and masculine shadows soft Mild and ever-varying in beauty, As shadows no more but the rocks in Horeb. Then all the males conjoined into one male, And every one became a ravening-eating cancer-growth, In the female polypus of roots of reasoning, Doubt, despair, and death, Going forth and returning from Albion's rocks to Canaan, Devouring Jerusalem from every nation of the earth. Envying stood the enormous form at variance with itself in all its members, in eternal torment of love and jealousy, driven forth by loss time after time from Albion's cliffy shore, drawing the free loves of Jerusalem into infernal bondage, that they might be born in contentions of chastity and in deadly hate between Leah and Rachel, daughters and deceit and fraud. Bearing the images of various species of contention and jealousy and abhorrence and revenge and deadly murder, till they refuse liberty to the male. And not like Beulah, where every female delights to give her maiden to her husband, the female searches sea and land for gratifications to the male genius, who in return clothes her in gems and gold, and feeds her with food of Eden, hence all her beauty beams. She creates at her will a little moonly night and silence, With spaces of sweet gardens and a tent of elegant beauty, Closed in by a sandy desert, and a night of stars shining, And a tender moon and hovering angels on the wing, And the male gives a time and revolution to her space, Till the time of love is passed in ever-varying delights. All things exist in the human imagination, and thence in Beulah they are stolen by secret amorous theft, till they have had punishment enough to make them commit crimes. Hence rose the tabernacle in the wilderness and all its offerings, from the male and female loves in Beulah and their jealousies. But no one can consummate female bliss in Loss's world without becoming a generated mortal, a vegetating death and now the spectres of the dead awake in Beulah. All the jealousies become murderous, uniting together in Rahab, a religion of chastity, forming a commerce to sell loves with moral law, an equal balance, not going down with decision. Therefore, the male, severe and cruel, filled with stern revenge, mutual hate returns, and mutual deceit and mutual fear. Hence the infernal veil grows in the disobedient female, which Jesus rends, and the whole Druid law removes away from the inner sanctuary, a false holiness hid within the centre. For the sanctuary of Eden is in the camp, is in the outline, in the circumference, and every minute particular is holy. Embracings are cominglings, from the head even to the feet. And not a pompous high priest entering by a secret place. Jerusalem pined in her innermost soul over wandering Reuben as she slept in Beulah's night hid by the daughters of Beulah, and this the form of the mighty hand sitting on Albion's cliffs before the face of Albion is a mighty threatening form. His bosom wide and his shoulders huge, overspreading wondrous bare three strong sinewy necks, and three awful terrible heads, three brains in contradictory counsel, brooding incessantly, neither daring to put in acts its counsels, fearing each other, therefore rejecting ideas as nothing, and holding all wisdom to consist in the agreements and disagreements of ideas, plotting to devour Albion's body of humanity and love. Such form the aggregate of the twelve sons of Albion took and such their appearance when combined. But often, by birth pangs and loud groans, they divide to twelve. The key-bones and the chest, dividing in pain, disclose a hideous orifice. Thence issuing the giant brood, arise as smoke from the furnace, shaking the rocks from the sea to sea, and there they combine into three forms, named Bacon, Newton, and Locke in the oak groves of Albion, which overspread all the earth. Imputing sin and righteousness to individuals, Rahab sat deep within him, hid. His feminine power unrevealed, brooding abstract philosophy, to destroy imagination, the divine humanity. A threefold wonder, feminine, most beautiful, threefold each within other, on her white marble and even neck. Her heart engorbed and bonified, With locks of shadowing modesty, Shining over her beautiful female features, Soft flourishing in beauty, Beams mild, all love, all perfection, And when the lips receive a kiss From gods or men, a threefold kiss returns, From pressed loveliness. So her whole immortal form, threefold, Threefold embrace returns, Consuming lives of gods and men, In fires of beauty, Melting them as gold and silver in the furnace. Her brain in labyrinths the whole heaven Of her bosom and loins, To put in act what her heart wills. O, oh, who can withstand her power? Her name is Vala in eternity, In time her name is Rahab. The starry heavens were all fed, from the mighty limbs of Albion. And above Albion's land was seen the heavenly Canaan, as with the substance is to the shadow, and above Albion's twelve sons were seen Jerusalem's sons, and all the twelve tribes spreading over Albion. As the soul is to the body, so Jerusalem's sons are to the sons of Albion, and Jerusalem is Albion's emanation. What is above is within. For everything in eternity is translucent, the circumference is within. Without is formed the selfish centre, and the circumference still expands, going forward to eternity, and the centre has eternal states, these states we now explore. and These the names of Albion's twelve sons and of his twelve daughters with their districts. Hand dwelt in Celsi and had Sussex and Surrey, and Kent and Middlesex, all their rivers and their hills of flocks of herds, their villages, towns, cities, seaports, temples, sublime cathedrals. All were his friends, and their sons and daughters intermarry in Beulah. All are men in eternity, rivers, mountains, cities, villages. All are human, and when you enter into their bosoms, you walk in the heavens and earths. As in your own bosom you bear your heaven and earth, And all you behold, though it appears without, It is within in your imagination, Of which this world of mortality is but the shadow. Hyle dwelt in Winchester, comprehending Hants, Dorset, Devon, Cornwall, Their villages, cities, seaports, Their cornfields and gardens spacious, Palaces, rivers, and mountains, and between Hand and Hyle arose Gwendolyn and Campbell, Whose here. They go abroad and return like lovely beams of light, From the mingled affections of the brothers. The inhabitants of the whole earth rejoice in their beautiful light. Coburn dwelt in Bath, Somerset, Wiltshire, Gloucestershire, Obeyed his awful voice, Ignoge is his lovely emanation. She had joined with Gwantok's children. Soon lovely Cordela rose. Gwantok forgave and joyed over South Wales and all its mountains. Peachy had North Wales, Shropshire, Cheshire, and the Isle of Man. His emanation is Mahitbel, terrible and lovely upon the mountains. Brereton had Yorkshire. Durham, Westmoreland, and his emanation is Regan. She joined to Slade and produced Gonoril far beaming. Slade had Lincoln, Stafford, Derby, Nottingham, and his lovely emanation, Gonoril rejoices over hills and rocks and woods and rivers. Houghton had Warwick, Northampton, Bedford, Buckingham, Leicester, and Berkshire. And his emanation, Guinefred, is beautiful. Schofield had Ely, Rutland, Cambridge, Huntington, Norfolk, Suffolk, Hartford, and Essex and his emanation is Guinevera beautiful. she beams towards the east all kinds of precious stones and pearl with instruments of music in Holy Jerusalem. Cox had Oxford, Warwick wilts. His emanation is Estrield, Joined with Cordela, she shines southward over the Atlantic. Cotope had Hereford, Stafford, Worcester, and his emanation is Sabrina. Joined with Mahitabel, she shines west over America. Bowen had All Scotland, the Isles, Northumberland and Cumberland. His emanation is Conwena. She shines a triple form over the north with pearly beams, gorgeous and terrible. Jerusalem and Vala rejoice in Bowen and Conwena. But the four sons of Jerusalem that never were generated are Rintra, Palambaron, Theotormon, and Bromion. They dwell over the four provinces of Ireland in heavenly light, the four universities of Scotland and in Oxford, and Cambridge, and Winchester. But now Albion is darkened, and Jerusalem lies in ruins, Above the mountains of Albion, above the head of Loss, And Los shouted with ceaseless shoutings, And his tears poured down his immortal cheeks, Rearing his hands to heaven for aid divine. But he spoke not to Albion fearing lest Albion should turn his back against the divine vision and fall over the precipice of eternal death. But he receded before Albion and before Vala, weaving the veil with the iron shuttle of war among the rooted oaks of Albion, weeping and shouting to the Lord day and night, and his children wept around him as a flock silent seven days of eternity and the thirty-two counties of the four provinces of Ireland are thus divided. Four counties are in the four camps, Munster to the south in Reuben's gate, Connaught west in Joseph's gate, Ulster north in Dan's gate, Leinster east in Judah's gate. For Albion in eternity has sixteen gates among his pillars. But the four towards the west are walled up, and the twelve that front the four other points were turned four square, by loss, for Jerusalem's sake, and called the gates of Jerusalem, because the twelve sons of Jerusalem fled successive through the gates, but the four sons of Jerusalem who fled not, but remained, are Rintra, and Palambaron, and Bromion, and Brumion, the four that remained with loss to guard the western wall. And these four remain to guard the four walls of Jerusalem, whose foundations remain in the thirty-two counties of Ireland, and in the twelve counties of Wales, and in the forty counties of England, and in the thirty-six counties of Scotland and names of the thirty-two counties of Ireland are these under Judah and Asica and Zebulun, alouth, Longford, Eastmeath, Westmeath, Dublin, Kildare, King's County, Queen's County. Wicklow, Caothalo, Wexford, Kilkenny, and under Reuben and Simeon and Levi are these: Waterford, Tipperary, Cork, Limerick, Kerry, Clare. And those under Ephraim, Manasseh, and Benjamin, are these: Galway, Roscommon, Mayo, Sligo, Leitrim. And those under Dan, Asher, and Naphtali, are these: Donegal. Antrim, to Rome, Fermangle, Fir, Armagh, Londonderry, Down, Monaghan, Cavan. These are the land of Erin. All these centre in London and in Golgannousa, from whence they are created continually, east and west and north and south, and from them are created all the nations of the earth, Europe and Asia and Africa and America in fury fourfold, and thirty-two the nations to dwell in Jerusalem's gates, O come ye nations, come ye people, come up to Jerusalem, return Jerusalem, and dwell together as of old, return, return, O Albion, let Jerusalem overspread all nations as in the times of old. O Albion, awake! Reuben wanders, The nations wait for Jerusalem, They look up for the bride. France, Spain, Italy, Germany, Poland, Russia, Sweden, Turkey, Arabia, Palestine, Persia, Hindustan, China, Tartary, Siberia, Egypt, Libya, Ethiopia, Guinea, Kaffaria, Negroland, Morocco, Congo, Zara. Canada, Greenland, Carolina, Mexico, Peru, Patagonia, Amazonia, Brazil, thirty-two nations, all under these thirty-two classes of islands in the ocean, all the nations, peoples, and tongues throughout all the earth, and the four gates of loss surround the universe within and without, and whatever is visible in the vegetable earth, the same is visible in the mundane shell, Reversed in mountain and vale. And a son of Eden was set over each daughter of Beulah To guard in Albion's tomb the wondrous creation, And the fourfold gate towards Beulah is in the south. Fenelon, Guion, Teresa, Whitefield, and Hervey guard the gate, With all the gentle souls who guide the great wine press of love, Four precious stones that gate, Such are cathedrons' golden halls In the city of Golganuza. And Los's furnaces howl loud, Living, self-moving, lamenting, With fury and despair, And they stretch from the south to north Through all the four points. Lo the labourers at the furnaces, Rintra and Palumbron. Thetormon and Bromium, loud labouring with innumerable multitudes of Golgonuza, Round the anvils of death, but how they came forth from the furnaces, And how long, vast, and severe the anguish, Ere they knew their father, were long to tell, And of the iron rollers, golden axle-trees, and yokes, Of brass, iron chains, and braces, the gold and silver and brass, mingled or separate, for swords, arrows, cannons, mortars, the terrible ball, the wedge, the loud-sounding hammer of destruction, the sounding flail to thresh, the winnow to winnow kingdoms, the water-wheel and mill of many innumerable wheels, resistless, over the fourfold monarchy from earth to the mundane shell. Perusing Albion's tomb in the starry characters of Og and Anak, To create the lion and wolf, the bear, the tiger and ounce, To create the woolly lamb and the downy fowl and the scaly serpent, The summer and winter, day and night, the moon and stars, The tree, the plant, the flower, the rock, the stone, the metal, of vegetative nature by their hard restricting condensations. Where Louvar's world of opaqueness drew to a period, it became a limit, a rocky hardness without form and void, accumulating without end. Here Los, who is of the Elohim, opens the furnaces of affliction in the emanation, fixing the sexual into ever-prolific generation, naming the limit of opaqueness Satan and the limit of contraction Adam, who is Peleg and Joktan, and Esau and Jacob, and Saul and David. Voltaire insinuates that these limits are the cruel work of God, mocking the remover of limits and the resurrection of the dead, setting up kings in wrath, in holiness of natural religion, which loss in his mighty hammer demolishes time on time in miracles and wonders in the fourfold desert of Albion, Permanently creating to be in time revealed and demolished, Satan, Cain, Tubal, Nimrod, Pharaoh, Prian, Bladud, Belin, Arthur, Alfred, The Norman Conqueror, Richard, John, And all the kings and nobles of the earth, and all their glories, these are created by Rahab and Tirzah in Ulro. but around these, to preserve them from the eternal death, Los creates Adam, Noah, Abraham, Moses, Samuel, David, Ezekiel, dissipating the rocky forms of death by his thunderous hammer. As the pilgrim passes while the country permanent remains, so men pass on, but states remain permanent for ever. The spectres of the dead howl round the porches of Loss, In the terrible family feuds of Albion, cities and villages, To devour the body of Albion, hungering and thirsting and ravening. The sons of Loss clothe them and feed them, and provide houses and gardens, And every human vegetated form in its inward recesses Is a house of pleasantness and a garden of delight, Built by the sons and daughters of Loss in Boolahula and Cathedron. From London to York and Edinburgh the Furnaces rage terrible. Primrose Hill is the mouth of the Furnace and the Iron Door. The Four Zoas clouded rage, Urizen stood by Albion, with Rintra, Palambaron, Theotormon, and Bromium. These four are Verulam, and London, and York, and Edinburgh. And the four zoas are Urazon, and Louva and Tharmas and Orthona, in opposition, deadly, and their wheels in poisonous and deadly stupor, turned against each other, loud and fierce. Entering into the reasoning power, forsaking imagination, they became specters, and their human bodies were reposed in Beulah by the daughters of Beulah, with tears and lamentations. The spectre is the reasoning power in man, and when separated from imagination, and closing itself as in steel in a ratio of things of memory, it thence frames laws and moralities to destroy imagination, the divine body, by martyrdoms and wars. Teach me, O Holy Spirit, the testimony of Jesus. Let me comprehend wondrous things out of the divine law. I behold Babylon in the opening streets of London, I behold Jerusalem in ruins, wandering about from house to house. This I behold, the shudderings of death attend my steps. I walk up and down in six thousand years. Their events are present before me, to tell how loss in grief and anger, whirled around his hammer on high, drave the sons and daughters of Albion from the ancient mountains. They became the twelve gods of Asia, opposing the divine vision. The sons of Albion are twelve, the sons of Jerusalem sixteen. I tell how Albion's sons by harmonies and concords and discords opposed to melody, and by lights and shades opposed to outline, and by abstraction opposed to the visions of imagination. By cruel laws divided sixteen into twelve divisions how Hyl roofed Loss in Albion's cliffs, and by the affections rent asunder and opposed to thought to draw Jerusalem's sons into the vortex of his wheels. Therefore Hyle is called Gog, age after age drawing them away towards Babylon, Babylon the rational morality deluding to death the little ones in strong temptations of stolen beauty. I tell how Reuben slept on London's stone, And the daughters of Albion ran around admiring his awful beauty. With moral virtue the fair deceiver, Offspring of good and evil, They divided him in love upon the Thames, And sent him over Europe, In streams of gore out of Cathedron's looms. How loss drave them from Albion, And they became daughters of Canaan, and hence Albion was called the Canaanite and all his giant sons. Hence is my theme, O Lord, my Saviour, open thou the gates and I will lead forth thy words, telling how the daughters cut the fibres of Reuben, how he rolled apart and took root. In Bashan terror-struck Albion's sons Look toward Bashan. They have divided Simeon, he also rolled apart in blood over the nations. Till he took root beneath the shining looms of Albion's daughters, in Philistia, by the side of Amalek. They have divided Levi, he hath shot out into forty-eight roots, over the land of Canaan. They have divided Judah, he hath took root in Hebron, in the land of Hand and Hyle. Dan, Naphtali, Gad, Asher, Issachar, Zebulun, roll apart from all the nations of earth to dissipate into non-entity. I see a feminine form arise from the four terrible Zoas, beautiful but terrible, struggling to take the form of beauty, rooted in Sechem. This is Dinah, the youthful form of Aaron. The wound I see in South Moulton Street and Stratford Place, whence Joseph and Benjamin rolled apart from these nations. In vain they rolled apart. They are fixed to the land of Kabul, and Rahab, Babylon the Great, hath destroyed Jerusalem. Bath stood upon the seven with Merlin, and Bladud, and Arthur. The cup of Rahab in his hand her poisons twenty-sevenfold, and all her twenty-seven heavens, now hid and now revealed, appear in strong delusive light of time and space drawn out in shadowy pomp by the eternal prophet created evermore for loss in six thousand years walks up and down continually that not one moment of time be lost and every revolution of space he makes permanent in Bolahula and cathedral and these names of the twenty-seven heavens and their churches adam seth enos canaan manalil Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, these are the giants mighty, hermaphroditic, Noah, Shem, Aphazad, Canaan the second, Satan, Heber, Peleg, Reu, Serug, Nahor, Terah, these are the female males, a male within a female hid as an ark and curtains, Abraham, Moses, Solomon, Paul, Constantine, Charlemagne, Luther, these seven are the male-females, the dragon-forms, the female hid within a male, thus Rahab is revealed, mystery Babylon the great, the abomination of desolation, religion hid in war, a dragon-red and hidden harlot but Jesus breaking through the central zones of death and hell opens eternity in time and space triumphant in mercy thus are the heavens formed by loss within the mundane shell and where Luther ends Adam begins again in eternal circle to awake the prisoners of death with Luva into light eternal in his eternal day but now the starry heavens are fed from the mighty limbs of Albion end of chapter 3 part 2